This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Welcome to Star Wars Through the Ages, a positive podcast for pod people by pod people. This podcast examines why we love Star Wars, the amazing space odyssey. We will look in depth at the way it binds the galaxy and us together through its timeline and ours. I'm your host, Charlie Skywalker. Thanks for joining me. Now sit back and relax as we explore Star Wars through the ages. All right, let's see what we have here. A little flyover here. Let's come around, Red 5. I've got different coordinates than what our comm says. They can't be. Got the chatter, pilots. We've got a mission to... What was that? Red 5, Red 5. Come around to point 02 and stabilize. Uh, Red 5? Stand by, I got a little trouble here. Whoa. That was close. I see that. TIE Fighters! You've been spotted. R7, we've got a rear junction relay giving it a flak back there. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Hang on to something, everyone. This is Red 5 Mission. Well, good evening, everybody. This is Charlie Skywalker here with Star Wars Through the Ages. And we have a very special mission that we decided to do with our Red 5 network. We decided that we were going to come up with different topics and we're going to pair off with various different wings from our uh, network and this one that uh, that we chose to do this is part two of a what is the force issue and i am so pleased to be with mike from wookie radio they had an amazing first episode uh this last uh week with amy radcliffe and uh so you know hey mike how are you doing tonight Oh, sorry, <laughs> let me clear my throat. I'm doing pretty good. I thought that was me there for a second. <clears throat> I occasionally have those uh, little fits and, you know, uh, hairballs stuck in the throat. So. Yeah, yeah. When you, when you but, get the hairballs uh, stuck, it's got to get them out. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, so, uh, as I was explaining, we, uh, you know, we decided to group up together. Uh, I've yeah. been, actually been on your show before. Yes, you have. Uh and I had such an amazing time doing it. I wanted to do it again. Um, hey, it's time for another round of Smuggler's Feet. Wait, never mind. Woohoo! This is your show, <laughs> not my show. <laughs> hey, that's all right. I might have to steal that idea. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a great icebreaker. Right? Absolutely. Um, so we were kicking around in our Red Five Network group about yep. uh, coming together and uh, pulling some topics. 
And you and I uh, happened to pick uh, a very similar topic. Um, well, when, when I saw that you had picked the force or wanted to do something with the force, I'm like, okay, I know who my guest is this week. Um, I know what we're talking about. Um, and of course we talked about her book, uh, that drops November 10th, um, the Jedi mind, um, and it's a book on how to find your, your, your peace and your center. Uh, it's like a mindful book. Uh, that's got a lot of quotes and, and philosophies of different Jedi, um, and the force, but also a lot of exercises in it to help you, um, like mindful exercises to help you find that center, that, that peace and serenity. Um, and oh my God, I, I thought we had a great interview. Um, I know I snuck you over a, through the, the hollow nets on the, hopefully you didn't have problems descrambling off the, the first orders, um, wavelengths, but, uh, you know, sent you a copy of the show, so you had it uh, for prep for tonight. Uh, so, y yeah, you got an advanced copy of the show before it's gone public. Before well, it went yeah. Public, so. they, uh, the First Order tried their uh, darndest to uh, intercept that. Um, you know, uh, after a few uh, bleeps and blurps in there, I managed to uh, get awesome. a hold of the, uh, the entire um, – recording of it and man i'm telling you that's it, it was uh, it, once you drop this i your uh, your listeners are going to go absolutely crazy because it was such a great interview yes. uh amy had such uh in a, a deep insight of not only just the force but of star wars in general yep. and i i couldn't tell you how many times i hit you know go back just to listen to just this little nugget that she said and i was like oh wow that's awesome and yeah it, it really did help uh prepare for the for this topic and uh, because i mean yes the 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 force is uh something that uh as, as her book shows uh, that can help you center and to figure out and to navigate through uh this crazy life of ours um but it got me really thinking about uh, how the Force is portrayed in the movies. Right. And there's I – mean, I, I, I'm an old guy. I'm 45 years old. Uh, Whippersnap. You know. <laughs> uh, so, the actual name of the book, again, uh, Star Wars, The Jedi Mind, Secrets from the Force for Balance and Peace, which I thought, again, talking about the Force, this was perfect. Yes. Yeah. Even yeah. though it's not canon, um, because a book like this can't can't be canon. Um, mm -hmm. uh, like we say on the show, how can you? You know, for me, I, I love like Chicken Soup for the Soul, the Dalapu, Art of War, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But to have something like this that hits what truly. I can relate to the most with, with Star Wars. Perfect. And then to talk about, you know, and right there, Secrets of the Force for Balance and Power. Mm hmm. Perfect. It fits in with the topic that 
that uh, you chose that I felt was the best idea to, to run with. Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, uh, a marriage made in heaven, as they say. Um, and uh, But like I said, it, it, it really got me thinking about how uh, how the force is depicted and what 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 is the force and I'm not going to go through um, you know uh, a lot of the uh, EU or uh, other uh, canon books that are out there or non-canon books but just what does the force show us in in the movies and kind of get into more of the nuts and bolts of what is the force so uh, of course my first spot that I go to, you know, Wikipedia and, you know, hey, what, what do they say there um, that it, you know, w- what is the force? And, you know, they say, you know, the force is an energy field that was created by all life that is connects everything in the universe. It has many different names throughout the history of uh, the galactic, uh, you know, the, the, the galaxy. Um, you know, it's uh, the force was created by life and therefore resides in all life forms. That it was especially powerful in a select group of individuals who were born with a high concentration of midi-chlorines, microscopic intelligent life forms, formed a symbiotic relationship and communicated the will of the force to their hosts. But that got me really thinking after I read that, and you know, that seems a little different than what we saw in the movies, especially uh, where you and I grew up. Uh, watching the you know original trilogy, yep. And you know, uh, of course, you know, midi chlorines wasn't even uh, an idea at that time. You know, uh, Kenobi says the Force is what gives the Jedi his power. It's an energy field. It surrounds us, penetrates us, and it binds the galaxy together. And that's pretty much it. That's all the explanation that we got. Um, there was a little blurb that was on the uh, when Luke was training on the uh, uh, on the Falcon, uh, his like his first training session. Yeah. And uh, Obi Wan says, uh, you know, uh, remember a Jedi can feel the Force flowing through him. And Luke says, what it controls your actions. And he says partially, but it also obeys his commands. And of course, Han Solo is there, and you know, hokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster at your side. And you know, even Luke says, "What? You don't believe in the Force?" And you know, Han says, "You know, I've flown from one side of the galaxy to the other. I've seen a lot of strange things, but I never saw anything to make me believe there's one all-powerful Force controlling everything. You know, that there is no mystical energy that controls his, you know, his destiny." And so, and that was our first introduction to the Force. And, you know, and it got everybody, you know, you know, their creative juices were running. I remember, you know, as a kid playing, you know, and thinking, you know, oh, I can stop them. You know, I have the Force or I could do this. I have the Force. And no, no, you know, no matter what it is, if you're playing with your friends, you know, hey, the Force is my, you know, on my side. You know, I'm a Jedi, and, you know, you could do just about anything because of that. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it, it was, you know, the Force is such a, a strange thing to try and understand. Um, because we, we know 
with what Lucas wanted to do with the sequel trilogy and his treatments is he was going to go a, a next step further. Uh, so whatever is below microscopic, mm-hmm. um, he was going to go the next step below that with the wills. And that the wills make up the midichlorians, you know, mm-hmm. help contribute to the midichlorians. Um, which I think would have been interesting to see. Yeah. But I also see, too, why uh, Lucasfilm afterwards said, <laughs> okay, there's already a lot of slap back over the midichlorians. Maybe we need to not go this route and we'll use the wills in a different way, uh, which they did with Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, just to say there, there's the force sensitive. Well, wouldn't everyone be force sensitive? It's just some are more attuned to it to other than others. Right. Yeah. It, it, exactly. And uh, it, I even Yoda on in Empire, you know, says you know uh, you know that you know hey size matters not you know you judge me by you know my size uh, you know the my ally is the force and it's powerful uh you know luminous beings are we you know not this crude matter which is one of the biggest yoda quotes that uh that i've seen uh, you know in that you you have to feel the force around you and it's between you and me and this rock and you know this tree and you know this big ship and uh yeah and you know it's not until we get until uh phantom menace that we even see the midi chlorines you know there's there's no mention of it beforehand and then i i even like the way that you described it what i my first mental picture of when you said that was like horton hears a who in star wars yeah and you know, it's like it just doesn't really. I it, it, it's evolved so much into, you know, it's a general explanation, and then you have, uh, you know, uh, where in the Phantom Menace it's more of explained of you know, hey, it's a blood count thing, and you know, uh, these organisms are, are are living, and Jedi are the ones who have the most concentration of it. And that's the reason why they could feel it. And then you, even in this in the sequel trilogy, you know, you even have, you know, that you know, the for the ability to use the Force isn't dead. Everyone's, you know, oh, you know, it can't do anything because Luke's not here and he's the only Jedi. And then you see, you know, that you know, well, there's Ray, you know, there's you know, Kylo Ren uh, or Ben Solo. Leia has, you know, her Force abilities. Uh, then you even have people like, uh, oh, what was uh, Broom Boy? That you yeah. know, you know, that you see it. Well, so let's go. Let's go. Another one that you missed, Maz Kanata. Right. Yeah. She, see, she is Force sensitive. She is Force sensitive. Um. So, I mean, whether she was someone who was possibly in the Jedi Order and left prior to Order 66 as well, or whether she had the opportunity to join and just didn't, 
but friended many Jedi's because remember she's roughly the same age as Yoda right so uh, maybe it, she was Yoda's girlfriend before he went into the order <laughs> who knows yeah hmm. now, it, it, th- but that kind of reminds me and touches uh, back to what you mentioned uh, just a little bit ago about Rogue One and uh, we'll get into uh, that group but there's so many other people that you know weren't didn't consider themselves Jedi but they seem to be force sensitive mm-hmm. uh, you know um, uh, 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 blank on the name but Donnie Yen's character uh, Cherit yep. you know and he, he never claimed to be a Jedi but he certainly used the force to some sort of extent so, you know, and it's just like, you know, I don't know. It, it, then it, I, I wasn't sure where to go with that. You know, it's like, so we have this evolution where, you know, it's this force that uh, that's around uh, that helps people do things. Then we get a little more explanation that, you know, it connects everything, it binds everything together. Then we find out that, you know, it's midichlorines, which are these tiny little organisms that are symbiotic with uh, with their host. Uh, yeah. And they tell the host, you know, kind of, uh, you know, uh, a split second, you know, ahead of what can happen. So it, you know, and it sharpens the senses and gives other abilities and uh, which was another uh, earmark of the force for me was um, it grants those that can sense it and can harness it specific abilities. And I started listing things that we're shown that the force can do. And it's uh, and this kind of goes into my previous uh, episode that I did about the paranormal in Star Wars, because a lot of these gifts and things that they can do borderline on the paranormal or what we would think today as paranormal, Um, you know, superhuman reflexes, right? Precognition, you know, the ability to know a little bit ahead of what's going to happen. Um, different mental abilities such as the Jedi mind trick that uh, that we see numerous times throughout uh, all the movies um, the ability to close off uh, an airway that you know the choking that Vader does um, you know uh, the extreme strength and stamina telekinesis we see and uh, we start to see in Empire Strikes Back uh, you know, even more levitation, um, you know, Luke's ability to see his friends in danger, you know, while training and lifting the rocks in uh, Empire. Right. And so he rushes off to go help them. Uh, you know, in Return of the Jedi, we see the uh, the first use of Force Lightning uh, and, you know, just and more of the same of the... Uh, you know uh, the other abilities that they have, um, and you know, and then it kind of we don't see really anything new as far as what the force does or can do until we hit Rise of Skywalker, I believe. And the newest thing that I think that I saw was when 
when Ray and Kylo are uh, having visions of each other and they're trying to figure out where each one is and uh, she's on the ship and he's down on the planet and something happens and she grabs like some beads or something in the vision because they're like interlocked in this vision and then she they come back into reality and she's on the ship and stuff falls or maybe it, uh, I have to watch it again but something something happens there where uh, it, where part of her vision and where she can, where they can see each other comes into reality and that's something that we had never seen before that right. and that's force driven so I don't know if you remember that part or not but vaguely uh it's been a while, and I know there's a couple times that I have rewatched it. I have been slightly distracted, uh, just because. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the last new thing that I could think of was you have uh, the Force Ghost of Yoda, where he calls down like lightning to, and it starts the tree on fire. I mean, yep. we have never, never before have we seen that force ability or a force ghost have that much control of the present world in order to to get it yeah it's uh so yeah i mean i the, the force is powerful oh yeah yeah and, and i think it's even more powerful the more you you believe in it mm-hmm and the more that you you don't focus on it or or don't believe the less powerful it is but Mm -hmm. i'm sure at some point it's gonna be more of an influence in your life intentionally or not right and and that kind of leads back to your interview with amy and in her book on uh, what you know? Yes, it's a uh, you know it's a science fiction movie, uh, but to a lot of us, it's so much more. And just because it's a movie or something doesn't mean that it doesn't have implications to uh, you know things that we deal with in everyday life. I mean, I had a whole complete series of Star Wars: A Therapy, and how Star Wars has helped me get through things in life. Well, and it's been so much of an influence that you know, in England, you could choose Jedi as a religion. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's. It's one of those, it's not, um, it's had a lot of influence in pop culture, but it's also had a lot of influence in other things, um, be it in this stage with the book or, um, how do you want to put it? Uh, you know, even with, um. I'm drawing blank. I hate this. No, it's all right. Don't get don't get old. <laughs> because the the new squirrel. Right, too late. Uh, you know, not only, I mean, it, it's an influence in, in other things outside of pop culture as well. 
Yes. There, I, yeah. I think that's the direction I wanted to go. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, and the, and you even just made mention of it that, uh, that the, uh, in modern day or in our real life that, uh, you know, Jedi, uh, or a force user is an applicable, a- applicable religion in some places. Yeah. I mean, even in, uh, even in the movies, that's, that's the case. Um, uh, yeah, there uh, in the movies, there's uh, several different religious organizations: uh, the Church of the Force, uh, Guardians of the Wills, um, were two that were, uh, you know, kind of touched on a little bit in the movies. Um, you know, uh, Church of the Force uh, was in like Rogue One. Uh, Guardian of the Wills was, I believe, in Clone Wars. Uh, yeah. Um... You know, I don't remember the Wills being in Clone Wars. They may have been. Or was that Rebels that they were in? They were in one of the animated shows. Maybe Rebels? But man, I just rewatched Rebels, so I don't remember that either. Okay, so uh, I'm thinking it's Clone Wars, but Wikipedia I'll get... Wikipedia, we go. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, you know, and then that's, that's not even including the... Uh, the two main, uh, you know, religious or organizations that use the Force, which is the Jedi Order and the Sith Order. Right. You know, it's just, you know, and that's, you know, kind of leads into the next thing is like, you know, well, you know, the Force seems to be, at least according to the movies, uh, a double-edged sword. There right. is the light side, or there is the dark side. So you know the you know the Jedi, for all intents and purposes, uh, during the movies, uh, you know they said they were the keepers of the peace, and you know they're the ones who held law and order. Uh, so technically, you know they're the good guys, whereas the Sith use the force uh for other means uh for strength and power and i mean uh, yeah they uh tend to be on the uh the bad side of things but you know as a uh as an imperial at heart and a diehard tie pilot fan as i am uh you know it's uh, i don't always see it that way i think that there could be a neutral ground that's not all light side or it's all not all dark side, but there can be, you know, what some people would refer to as like a gray area right. or a great Jedi. What do you think about that? Um, see, I'm still not buying the, the gray Jedi as canon yet. Not until it actually is played in. Um, because I don't, I don't think the gray would would actually be Jedi. If that makes sense, it'd be something else. Right. Right. And, and, may, and maybe, and maybe the gray are the the guardians or disciples of the wills. Mm-hmm. Um, which I found out on Wikipedia, 
A canon interpretation, uh, it says, in the early drafts of A New Hope, the name Wills referred to an early version of what became the Force. Uh, in the screenplay for Revenge of the Sith, an unfilmed scene featured the spirit of Qui-Gon Jim telling Yoda that he learned the secret to becoming a, a Force spirit after death from a shaman of the Wills. In another cut line, Yoda claimed the secret to immortality was held in the ancient order of the wills. Jen's claim was repeated by then later canon, uh, was then repeated by the then canon databank encyclopedia on starwars.com, which is not, which that I guess is no longer canon, even though, <laughs> because I guess they were from cutscenes or, or from unfilmed stuff. But a later canon interpretation of this scene was featured in Star Wars Clone Wars, but had Qui-Gon point Yoda to the wellspring of life as the source of immortality instead. Mm. Oh, okay. So the wills might have been... See, now I need to go back and find that. And that is from episode... Uh, Star, Star Wars Clone Wars uh, Destiny and then Sacrifice mm -hmm. are the name of the episodes. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'll have to go back and watch those and see what it says there. Uh, uh, Destiny is from the sixth season, mm -hmm. which is the Lost Missions. Uh, episode 12. And Sacrifice is episode 13 during the Lost Mission, season six. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Yeah. That, uh, I, I could see that with being Lost Missions. Um, may, and that makes a little more sense there. But, you know, in, uh, about the, the, the gray or the middle ground, and I don't know if it's just because I've read, um, you know, I've read a lot of the uh, philosophical books that you were mentioning earlier, uh, specifically uh, Art of War. Uh, that he talks book. about, yeah, talks about that, uh, you know, how actions are um, not necessarily good or evil, but it's it's your intent to, you know, what those. Yeah, it, it, actions aren't good or evil. It's your intent of those actions is what makes it good or evil. So, right. you know, uh, you could have the best intent to do something and, you know, you, you do it. But if you come at it from a different perspective or a different point of view, uh, whereas, you know, hey, I'm going to do this and it's going to give me power to do this over this person, then, uh, you know, that could be uh, more on the negative side, whereas I'm going to do the same action and it's going to help people. And, you know, so I, I don't know. It's uh, I, I was I, I was hoping that and I heard rumor that they were going to do something more with a more balanced uh, aspect of the force. Uh, but, uh, we haven't seen it as of yet and who knows, maybe you'll, maybe we'll see something in high Republic. Cause I guess that's the, yeah. the next stuff that, that we're going to get the next batch. Um, and, and I'll be curious to see since high Republic's taking place 200, 400 years before, uh, 
the the episodic sagas mm -hmm. uh, before Phantom Menace, how they play with the Force. Yeah. Since this hey. is now going to be the oldest canon interpretation of the Force since Knights of the Old Republic and the old and Star Wars: The Old Republic don't exist in this timeline. You know, in in the current canon. Yet. Yet. <laughs> they keep hey. pulling, and they keep pulling, and uh, you know, a lot of the things that are all, that I think that oh, oh yeah, there's no way they're going to make that canon, and you know, you get an announcement two, three months later, and it's like oh, yeah, we're going to do this. And I'm like oh wow, that's uh, all right. So they're going to pull from there. So hey, Jackson's canon. Rabbit, he's canon officially. So. Um, I mean, he's been referenced in Jedi Temple Trials. Uh, mm -hmm. He made his comeback in Star Wars Adventures from IDW. Uh, so technically canon. Um, but, I mean, even Pablo Hidalgo has said the old EU is not canon. Something that Lucas even preached, it's not canon. It's fan, it's fan fiction. Mm. Um but they are trying to pull from that some of the better stuff from the EU to make it canon. Hence, why Thrawn's now canon, right? Part of the part of the verse. Um, stuff is gonna be there. They're not doing it just because someone said, "Well, I'm not. I'm gonna spoil this if I don't get this." No, they're bringing stuff in that is relevant. So who knows? Maybe. Since the wills were part of early script, maybe there will be a way it's worked in somehow. I almost thought we were going to get it with the with Bindu and Rebels yeah. in in season three. That okay, he, he's going to come out and say, "I'm not light side, I'm not dark side, but I'm, but I'm the will of the Force." Yeah, which. I would have been okay. Cool, this works now. But they didn't go that direction. Right. So right. who who knows what what Lucasfilm has, especially now with Favreau and, and Filoni. Who knows what the Wills have in store in, in Star Wars future? Uh, you never know. It could be coming up in you know the further adventures of season two of The Mandalorian. They might pop something in there and. Um, yeah, I still, uh, up until I think it was three or four years ago, had a copy of, uh, the novel of Star Wars and it was gold, uh, and it was, you know, paperback, but the very forward had six, seven pages, maybe 10 of the excerpt from the journal of the wills. Yep. And I mean, I, it has disintegrated since then, and I wish I could find another copy of it. But, uh, man, that was, uh, you know, that got my imagination firing and on, you know, what uh, what that could mean. So, yeah. But uh, and earlier you mentioned something else about uh, that that's really gotten me, uh, you know, kind of. I don't say confused, but got really got my wheels turning 
uh, about in we I think we're ta- we do that a lot on Wookie Radio. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just one thing leads to another, which leads to about ten more thoughts, which you know, and just spiderwebs from there. Yeah, um, you know, it, we, and we were talking about who could use the Force, and the way that they have it set right now, it just seems like. You know, hey, if your mini chlorine count can reach a certain level, then maybe you can control the force as well. And, you know, it's uh, you, you see people like, you know, uh, say take Han Solo, for instance. He always gets lucky. He always yep. seems to, you know, find his target. Uh, you know, he just uh, always seems to be one step ahead of everybody else when it comes to say smugglers so and i'm pretty sure this is no longer canon but i used to see uh, you know reports of you know uh, midi chlorine counts of star wars characters and non-force users that have a pretty high you know uh count and they just talk it up to luck or you know good fortune or, or or something like that um, what do you what do you think? Do you think that you know just about anybody with either enough practice or a high enough count could uh, you know could use the force, or do you like it better where it's just a select few, you know, say Jedi or Sith kid? I don't know, because I mean, if you think about it, we you know we see Leia using the force briefly in Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say possibly twice. I know we see her the one time when she senses Luke underneath Cloud City. Right. Hanging from the weather vane. I thought we saw it one other time. I don't remember it during, during Empire. Uh, yeah, and she's kind of looking. It's a very similar type scene, but I think she's on Cloud City. And she's kind of looking off, and I think maybe even Lando comes in, or uh, or it's almost like she senses Vader's there. Yes, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, she gets that feeling, and then he comes, she stops what she's doing right before he comes into the room, and you know, it, oh, I've made a deal that, that'll you know keep the Empire out of here for you know for a long time, and I think she already knows at that point. Uh, what's going on? It's either sure. that, or she uh, she either senses Vader, or uh, she knows that Luke is there, because around the same time he shows up in the X wing. Right. So I, I don't remember right offhand. Like I said, I had to go back and look and, and, and watch because um, I don't remember. See, I just saw it like two months ago on the big screen on my birthday. Or the day before my <laughs> birthday, um, I'm I'm just trying to remember directly. Uh, I once don't hold me to it, and I'm sure I'll get email, uh, which you can email Wookie at WookieRadio.net. Um, if I'm wrong, but I know there's just the one time which we we've already pointed out, but I do believe there is a second time mm-hmm. where she uses the Force. And, and as a kid, I never realized it, that that's what she had done, not until much later 
in life. Because, I mean, I was nine when, I, when Empire came out. Um, I was 12 when Jedi came out. So, I mean, I should have I made the connection in return to that. Oh, hey, she used the Force in, in, in the scene for sure. Um, we, we do kind of see her using it briefly in Return of the Jedi as well before mm-hmm. she realizes. Um, I mean, she... Whether it was intentional or... It probably was intentional to be so subtle, but, I mean, she uses it. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, like when, uh, uh, you know, when the Death Star blows up and uh, her and Han are together and, uh, you know, and he's like, oh, I'm sure Luke wasn't, you know, wasn't on there. And she kind of... Oh, he wasn't. Th- yeah, she thinks about it and is like, nope, he, he's fine. You know, yeah. so... Uh, you know that was a, a subtle nod to it as well. So, um, but uh, yeah, I man, there's uh, the force is such a complicated uh, concept to uh, wrap yeah. your head around. Yeah, it's also one of the harder action figures to get. Uh, the force. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen I've seen pictures of what it looks like on a card. But I've never, I, seen, I, it. I haven't I've never seen, seen it in the wild. I, I I haven't seen it either, and I tried to scour any sort of <laughs> Star Wars sale that you know, uh, I'm not that I could afford it, but I still like looking and seeing what's out there. Um, but yeah, I then there's a, you know a, of course with everything there's a few things that just don't you know, really makes sense to me as far as, you know, they don't really fit into any category uh, that we've mentioned so far. Uh, like, uh, I, I don't know. I never quite understood why in order to be a Jedi uh, and to fully, uh, uh, you know, uh, get the, um, you know, rank of Jedi, he had to face Vader. You know, it's like, is he just not, you know, was he not skilled with the force enough that, you know, he just, I mean, it kind of reminded me after I watched, can watch them all now. It's uh, very similar to Anakin. You know, uh, we, we grant you, you know, uh, you know, a spot on the council, uh, but we, uh, you know, we don't get you the, you know, the title of master and that really sets Anakin off you know it's like you know how outrageous you know I've done this and I've done that and uh you know I you know uh, what more do I have to do in order to gain the rank of master I'm so much better than people that are already a master you know and then Luke in order to be a Jedi uh an official Jedi he has to go and face Vader just really never made sense to me um, not that it's necessarily force related, but you know, it, it could be, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, talked about, uh, that is just kind of really, uh, you know, is, uh, up in the air with me is that everyone could be a little force sensitive. Um, and I kind of talked about this a little bit on my last, uh, my last, uh, paranormal podcast that, there's varying degrees of people that feel paranormal activity in in our in our world, 
you know, whether that they people think that it's, you know, they just get general feelings, uh, whether it's people that, you know, can see things or communicate uh, or, you know, full on, I don't know, uh, you know, mediums or whatever. Uh, you know, the varying degrees that that people can, you know, oh, I've got a bad feeling about this. You know, well, I mean, is that the force or is that is that something else? Is it, is it just a bad feeling or, you know, how how deep can that go? So the idea right. that everyone could you could be a little force sensitive is is a little tricky for me. Um, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I mean. I know it was a stretch when I said it, but I mean, if you think about it, you know, he, we see Broom Boy, who we don't even realize until, wait, he reached over, grabbed the broom. No, he called it to him. Mm-hmm. He yeah. just happens to know he's got that special power, but doesn't know what it is. I think that's what we have. Um here i mean it's like go back to the paranormal almost anyone can can talk to the talk to the dead or or be like a medium in some capacity now maybe not like the long island medium or you know some of these others that are out there uh whether they're real or or fake but you know to have the, uh, I mean, there are there are times like my dad passed away back in 2017. There are times I honestly feel like I am hearing him talk to me, mm-hmm. and I'm or in my sleep I'm actually able to carry conversations with him. Well, yeah. that's a force-like ability. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, and. I, and uh, as I've stated, you know, it's uh, I used to be uh, part of uh, TAPS and the ghost hunting crew that they had. Um, and I've done I couldn't tell you how many investigations on different people's houses that uh, that have, you know, things documented. And we'd go in and try to you know, communicate or figure out what's going on there. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, I think. Uh, I, I like that idea that you know it, uh, that people can be influenced in different degrees. Uh, I just wish I, don't, I almost wish that it was you know more thought out to start with. You know, because yeah. we get one version of the force and then we get this added in later, and then we have this, and I don't know. It just uh, it just seems like you know if we would have had one coherent line uh or definitive answer on it you know of course definitive answers make everything easy and you know we'd be out of a job otherwise that's true (laughs) but uh yeah the only other things that i could think of that uh that really didn't make sense to me um you know as far as like even force abilities uh you know you you see luke show up in return of the jedi uh, the door opens up and he chokes out two Gamorrean guards to let him pass. Well, that choking ability is supposed to be a dark side ability. I mean, that's not something that, you know, that you see 
many of the Jedi doing. And right. so I'm like, well, you know, is uh, you know, he's dressed in all black. That kind of shows that, you know, he's, you know, I, I, man, I didn't know how to take that as a kid. I'm like, is, is he, you know, now a bad guy? Because the only other person that you see that chokes people out is also dressed in all black. And, yep. you know, and, and it's Vader. So I'm like, wow, did, did when I, you know, saw, you know, return, I was like, did he go to the dark side or what's going on there? Well, so let me ask this question. Did he just knock out both Grimorian guards? Cause we know he tosses the one off to the, to the side wall mm-hmm. or did he just toss one and kill the other? I, I, I don't know. I, it doesn't really, it doesn't it, really say. In in the novelization, uh, it just talks about him choking them, uh, yep. you know, to to allow them to you know to give him access. Uh, and he puts one in, you know, one goes into the wall uh, that we see. But in the novelization, they don't even talk. He just you know the, he chokes out the guards and continues about his business. And right. uh, then is confronted by the uh, translator guy. Uh, uh, Bib Fortuna, uh, and you know, of course, he's weak-minded, and he gets the Jedi mind trick on him, and uh, you now, so you know, it, that was kind of odd. And then, you know, it's kind of echoed again with uh, Ray and Rise of Skywalker when she's trying to reach up for the shuttle, and next thing you know, she's got Force lightning sprouting from her fingertips, and you're like, what is? what's going on it's uh you know it's like a free-for-all for force abilities there well i i think i think even jedi could have used it as well without without having dark side tendencies but i think they just reserved it for the ones who would use it more is more your dark side yeah yeah so and and, and to me that kind of goes into more of the you know the gray area of you know i mean i think almost everybody would have you know access to these abilities uh and you know it's up to them whether or not that they would uh use them or not um you know just because i i don't know coming from like a dungeons and dragons perspective which i played for a long time when i was younger uh, is you know you have your different schools of uh, of magic that are there and you know yeah, yeah you could po- probably you know learn a spell or two from from this one it might not work as well because it's not your main discipline but you know it might get you by in a pinch so it, you know it, who who knows uh, force abilities might be something similar to that where yeah anybody can pick them up and anybody can use them. It's just more effective for this personality to use this type than, you know, than another. Right. Right. No, I mean, you could even relate it to um, lightsaber techniques. Not everybody used the same, you know, there's what? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Was it 14 different techniques, I think? I think so. That they had? And, you know, and yeah, some some people shared similar uh, ones and, um, you know, Anakin's and Obi-Wan's worked well together, uh, very well together. Um, But, uh, you know, it's uh, they 
you know, they had she could pick and choose which one that they wanted to use. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's, I mean it's it's all interesting on just how how much you you could dive into this. Yeah. Um, and it, it may be purposely done that way. Go. Okay. Yep, we got you a hook, line, and sinker. So dive into it and see just how far you you want to get, and we'll tell you if you're right, wrong, or even close. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. In, in this particular aspect. Absolutely, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, man, it's, it's such a uh, you know, as I say, it's uh, you know, well, it's a deep subject. Um, and you can keep drawing from it over and over again. And yep. I think the more buckets you pull up, the more possibilities of things that you're, uh, that you can get, uh, which is great. Uh, it gives us more to talk about, uh, you know, uh, the more we keep drawing from the well and the more content that they put out and, you know, we could get more or, you know, uh, more content and, uh, more explanations and they might change it up uh, again, throw things against the wall, see yeah, it sticks. Yeah. So, but you know, Hey, it's uh, it, it's a great time to be a, uh, star Wars fan. There's lots of things that are going on, uh, whether it's the Mandalorian series or new books, uh, whether they're Canon or not, uh, like Amy's book. Uh, and, um, you know, it, or, or the High Republic stuff that's getting ready to come out. Yep. Um, January 5th. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I think the first books are coming out in December. Uh, yeah, I knew they got pushed back. I didn't know exactly when. Uh, yeah. But, uh, and then not only that, I mean, heck, there's all the content that we have over at Red 5 Network. Um, you know, we are constantly dropping uh, episodes, whether it's. Uh, myself or you guys there at Wookie Radio or yep. uh, any of the other uh, great podcasts that we have in our fold, uh, you know, there's there's always a never-ending, uh, you know, way to either interpret or new topics to bring up, and that's, it's just amazing. I love it. Yeah, it is, I, and that's why. Um... Now, when I did reach out to say, hey, are y'all looking to add? Uh, and we were accepted. It's, I've seen other Star Wars networks out there. I'm not saying they're bad. Um, I just knew they weren't a fit for me and a fit for our show. But having had quite a few of you guys who are on the Red 5 network already and just how well we, we've gelled and started following each other and, and goofing on each other before Wookiee Radio became part of, of Blue Squadron um, made it an easy choice to say, yeah, when asked, well, here, here's what we're going to do. Are you still interested? I'm like, yeah. Because... Um, there, there were a few things I'm like, if they say I need to do this, this, or this, uh, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> and, you know, I'll still give you guys love, but yeah, it's, uh, but y'all, y'all aren't, uh, the network's not like that. And, and that's no. what makes Red 5 so great. And I, and I don't want to go into those details of, of what I was addressing for 
you know, in regards for my show. Um, just know for those of us, for those of you who have been listeners of Wookie Radio as well as um, a certain point of view. Wait, sorry. Star Wars Through the Ages. God, I got my shows mixed up. Sorry. That's all right. Hey, I, I do I, it all the time. I'm, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking different logo. Um, if you're already listeners of our shows, then you know the other shows on the network are very similar and we're all uh, same, same thought, same mindset, uh, which makes it easy to get different perspectives on on the topics because um, I know the other night I was on uh, the live stream talking about the recap of episode one of season two of the Man- Mandalorian and I guarantee you I'm going to have I'll probably be bringing up some of the same things over on Wookiee Radio but our discussions will go a totally different way mm-hmm. with it which is great Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, we have we, we have like minds, uh, but the way that uh, they are, you know, are each individual uh, shows operate and take things in different directions that, uh, you know, you, don't, you have to listen to them all just to hear what everybody yeah. is saying. And that's kind of how we were, you know, what we were approaching with this uh, Red Five Missions is. You know, yeah, we might only have, you know, uh, be thinking of uh, a handful of topics, but, uh, you know, your your interview with uh, Amy Radcliffe fit hand in hand with my, you know, speculation of, you know, what is the force? And, you know, and we come at it from two different things, but we can still come together, talk about it, have fun doing it. And, you know, and then, you know, we'll give each other all grief, uh, you know, uh, here in a little while. And that, that just makes everything worth it is the, the amount of fun that we have doing this, uh, not only just for ourselves, but for anybody that wants to listen in. I, I think it's uh, one of those as well. We, we can have fun going. What's your favorite Star Wars fighter ship? And let me explain to you why you're wrong. Right. Oh, yeah. As a yeah. total, as a total fun episode of, yeah, you're you're wrong. So sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's not I, that. That's right. <laughs> Just wait till we get on the banking clam. You know, hey, that's that. That'll be a great episode. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they're gonna rob you. Well, they're gonna rob you blind. <laughs> Uh, I I think I've pretty much exhausted all of my force, uh, you know, theories, uh, possibilities, and uh, and things that I had uh, going into it. Uh, man, it's been a blast recording with you, and oh, I love your right. insights. Uh, you know, as uh, oh, we'll, we'll, ch- we'll change that. <laughs> as uh, you know, as we talked about when we first started off, uh, you know, and. and you said that uh, you know, hey, I'll, I'll team up with you, and uh, you know, I had so much fun the first time that I was, uh, you know, more than willing to uh, to share an episode with you. And yeah, it's uh, uh, it's great working with you as always. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. I, I think it's funny too. Um, after that first round of asking for people to come on the show, which we started that during the uh, 
the start of the virus that shall remain nameless. Mm. Um, the second go round, I couldn't believe the response of people going, "Yeah, we we've, we've heard you on the other shows, or we, we've heard other shows on on your show. Yeah, we won't come on. We won't have fun. Like, yeah, let's do it. Let's figure it out." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, so that's uh, that's all I have for today. Uh, any parting words, comments, suggestions? Uh, you know, anything? Uh, just the easiest one. May the force be with you always. Uh, absolutely, and may the force be with you. Hello there. Rancho Obi-Wan, the Guinness World Records certified largest Star Wars memorabilia collection. Located in Petaluma, California, featuring the collection of super collector, author, and Star Wars fan ambassador Steve Sansweet. The most powerful Jedi ever. Visit RanchoObiWan.org and subscribe to the Rancho Obi-Wan Virtual Museum. A fun, authentic fan experience featuring rare photos, videos, Steve Sansweet Q&As, virtual tours of the museum, exclusive behind the stories and information and so much more plus your subscription helps ensure the future of the museum it's the rancho obi-wan virtual museum subscribe now at ranchoobi1.org get tons of cool perks information and history of star wars collecting from the man who knows it best steve sansui while contributing to the preservation of the world's largest star wars memorabilia collection ranchoobi1.org <laughs> Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5Network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to Red5Network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network. Red 5 Network.